0: Welcome back to Sideline Exposure. I'm your host, Mitchell Crossin. The college football playoff semifinals are over. It is Sunday, January 1st. Happy New Year. And this was one of the best two semifinal games we've had in the history of the college football playoff. More often than not, it feels like we either have a good game and then a bad game. One close game and one blowout. But this year, with TCU and Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl and Ohio State and Georgia in the Peach Bowl, we got two epic Thrilling games. Let's start with the Fiesta Bowl, the first semifinal game. TCU defeats Michigan, and I think TCU pulled off the biggest upset in college football playoff history. I think I saw a line when they were an eight point underdog, but TCU jumped out to a lead. Michigan tried to fight back. It felt like for a second Michigan was going to come back and get the job done. Then there was drama at the end with targeting. Was it targeting? Was it not targeting on the final play of the game? There was drama earlier in the game with. One of Michigan's touchdowns, which was called a touchdown, then was reviewed, overruled. They said he was down at the one or like the half yard line. Very next play, Michigan fumbles, gives the ball right back to TCU. And that was kind of the the feel of the game in the Fiesta Bowl. You know, Michigan, it didn't feel like they just didn't get off the bus. I I will be surprised to say that TCU, I mean, they play, they played like the better team. Michigan also had some errors. J.J. McCarthy, I think he threw two pick sixes. You can't have that. You can't have that. And J.J.'s young, right? He's still growing exponentially. He'll be okay. Michigan will be, will be back. J.J. McCarthy will be back. Jim Harbaugh has that program in a really good place right now. But huge shout-out to TCU. First time the Big 12 Conference has a team that won a college football playoff game. They're going to the national championship. This was a team that was unranked in the first like AP poll or whatever, the preseason poll, And now they're playing for the national championship. Incredible job by Sonny Dykes, that TCU program, Max Duggan, and now they're playing for it all. Georgia and Ohio State in the Peach Bowl. This was a matchup we've been waiting for since last year. Georgia and that 2021 Vonta defense and Ohio State's offense. When CJ Stroud got cooking with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Then, of course, Ohio State stumbles. And even Georgia stumbled, but they still bounced back and beat Alabama and avenged that. SEC Championship loss that they took last year. But we missed out on that Bulldog Buckeye matchup last year. We got it again this year, and it gave us everything that we wanted and then some. Ohio State jumped out to an early lead. It felt similar to that 2020 uh, semifinal game versus Clemson, where Ohio State was just out of the gate jumping. I think they were up 21 7. Then Georgia fought back. And we knew that they would. That offense, it isn't fantastic, but it can move the ball on you. And they have some weapons, right? Seth and Bennett can make some nice throws at times. They got Brock Bowers. They got some tight ends on that team. But also Ohio State's pass defense. We know that that's been a struggle. And it's just been detrimental to that team all year long. So Georgia started to hit big plays. Came back in the fourth quarter. Took the lead late by one, leaving a little bit less than a minute on the clock for CJ Stroud in Ohio State. And as an Ohio State fan myself, I didn't feel like it was a promised thing that Ohio State was going to go down and score. But I actually felt pretty good. The way CJ was playing, he played his best game as a buck guy. What are his numbers? I got it right here. He went twenty three of thirty four for three eighty two and four touchdowns. He also rushed for seventy yards and we'll get into that in a second. But CJ was evading. Georgia defenders all night long moving up in the pocket moving out of the pocket throwing on the run looked like the best quarterback in the country and here's the thing with this matchup which was interesting you could argue that Ohio State and their offense hadn't played a defense like Georgia now Ohio State has played statistically some good defenses this year Penn State Iowa but everyone says well you can't say that those are a good those teams have a good defense because they've played a weak offense in the Bay so those defenses are overrated, or those numbers are inflated. Well, Ohio State was cooking, and it feels like this Ohio State team, this Ohio State offense, is built to beat and threaten a team like Georgia. So while you can say Ohio State has never seen a defense like Georgia, I would probably argue the opposite even more, in that Georgia this year hasn't faced an offense like Ohio State. And you put this Ohio State team on a fast track indoors, they can show you the damage that they can do. And we saw early on CJ and Marvin Harrison Jr. were just doing work. Then Marvin Harrison Jr. kind of calmed down a little bit, and then he was knocked out of the game. And so now with Ohio State, you've already been missing Jackson Smith injured by the entire year. Now you're out on Marvin Harrison Jr. So your top two receivers are done. Then you lose another weapon, tight end Cade Stover, who was taken to a local hospital, and... Julian Fleming, Emeka Ibuka, other receivers helped step up. But when you're playing Georgia, you need your best guys. And Ohio State has already been hit by the injury bug this year. They were missing Trevion Henderson, who was running back number one. And CJ really put the team on his back. He rushed for 70 yards. He had a 27-yard scramble on that last possession for Ohio State, helping move the ball into field goal territory what we thought was territory for Ohio State's kicker, Noah Ruggles. But... CJ has always been receiving criticism the last two years for, I don't want to say unwilling to run, but that's not his strength. He's not a mobile quarterback. He's not a dual threat quarterback. Now, he can move better than people give him credit for, but he's looking to throw. He knows his best weapon is his arm, his accuracy, so he tries to keep his eyes downfield. In this game, you lose some of your weapons. You're already out with injuries to some of your guys. And he took what the defense was giving him and ran the ball. And this was his best game as a Buckeye. He did a wonderful job. And he solidified himself, I think, as the best quarterback in the country. And I'm assuming he will enter the NFL draft. He's going to be a very high draft pick. So this was very much likely his last game in an Ohio State uniform. Quickly looking ahead to the national championship game. We're either going to have Georgia, who's going to pull off back-to-back championships for the first time since Alabama did that in 2011-2012, or TCU will win their first national championship since 1938. This is going to be a very interesting game because TCU has shown that they can put up some points. Their defense has actually had some moments where it's looked solid. I know that Michigan put up a lot of points on them, especially in that second half, but Georgia, I mean, it wasn't like they had a walkover against Ohio State, right? So both teams are kind of a little beaten, a little battered, a little bruised. And you have a little bit of time before the national championship. But it's interesting to see this matchup because it's another offensive firepower with TCU going up against the so-called vaunted Georgia defense, which may not be. As impressive, we know that they lost a lot of guys to the NFL draft last year from that great defense, but still this year, I mean, you got Jalen Carter, you got some guys in that defense, and what Georgia is so good at is bringing, you know, those blitz packages, bringing those safeties down, and they're very, very good at that. You saw them hit home against CJ Stroud a couple times when he couldn't evade those defenders, but I think it'll be a fun game, and it's either going to be Georgia, who is the premier number one team program in college football right now, that's going to remain the king. Or let's see if TCU can finish off this Cinderella run, March Madness type of feel. But for now, in the meantime, that will do it for this week's episode of SE. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on our social medias at Sideline Exposure on everything except for Twitter at Sideline Expose. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned with us for a recap after the National Championship game. And as always, Go Bucks!